Shut up and sit down. What is going on, everyone? What is going on? Welcome to this week's episode, episode 87 of the STS Guys. I am Jeremy. Hey, hey, it's Larry. Hey, guys, it's Nate. And I'm Scott. And we are the STS Guys, a weekly podcast where we sit around, shoot the shit, and talk about anything geeky, nerdy, and cool. What is going on this week, guys? Has it's it been, been a, a week? week? Yes! Yeah. <laughs> yes. Surprise, surprise. I, it has been a week. I, I love it's been I, a week. I love how it's been a week. I love how it's been a week. It has been one week exactly. I love um, how you just made that a thing. Yeah. It's been a week. <laughs> it is like I, as much as I want to be like, we don't have like segments. We have a segment. It's called It's Been a Week, and it happens <laughs> every week. Every week. Um I, I, I said I know Nate has a it's been a week story and I have a and an it's been a, a week story so as as do I I have news oh Ooh, nice we all have stories does Larry I don't <laughs> yeah except for Larry I, mean, I probably could come up with one but you guys go and we'll see if we have time all right Nate I think I think you have probably the biggest news of this week so I think you should go ahead and drop that yeah, I want to give a big shout out to DC Figures and Collectibles Podcast. If you guys have not checked them out, please go check them out. All things DC, they talk about figures, they talk about movies, they talk about TV shows, uh, anything DC, you name it. And they're a good bunch of guys, Tyler and Scott. Uh, I was, I've been on their podcast before. I think it was episode four or five, and they invited me to come back today. Uh, and I was part of episode 39, and I was... I uh, had a lot of fun with them. We talked figures. We talked DC. Uh, we talked about the future of the DCEU. Uh, so big shout out to those guys. I had a lot of fun talking to them, and uh, I hope to do it again sometime. Did Did you say what future of the DC movies? <laughs> hey, uh, you know, we got a new Batman coming. It's who Robert spark- Pattinson. Who sparkles in the sunshine. I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. We're, we're, uh, anything Batman, I will take. To be honest with you, you know what though? Like I said, I to, to Nate's point, like I said, I would have had the same argument against Heath Ledger as a Joker, and I was completely, one hundred percent, utterly wrong against that. You know, but, I'm gonna, but, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let, I'm, I'm gonna let this Batman spark. No, <laughs> I, I have the counter argument to that. Heath Ledger actually had good movies before he went in as the Joker. I cannot name one good movie that Robert Pattinson has actually been in. I dare you to name one. Um, Fucking silence. That's what I said right there. Like, wasn't he in like Harry Potter or something like that? He or was in Harry Potter. He was Cedric Diggory in that. Yeah. People yeah. love those movies. Yeah, yeah but yeah. not for him. Like no one's going to those movies going like, mm, I, you know, the, Robert Pattinson is the reason I, sh- I go to the, the what one or two films of it that he was in. Yeah. Well, and, and, and so I, I think I, I think that this is you know listen, listening to this is the DC figures and collectibles podcast earlier. I said I said I said they, I said they, I said they were talking about a, a really good point on there in regards to like hey what this is a young enough Batman where he could carry he said a franchise kind of like Robert Downey Jr. carried 
you know, Iron Man through the Marvel Universe. I said you can where you can have. I said he's young enough to where he can actually be in multiple movies and actually start to you know span a universe. And, and Nate, I li- I liked your point in regards to. I said, you know, started off. Hey, his, it's his first night as Batman, and like I said, he witnesses a murder, and and have it just start from there. Um, I, like I said, I I will hold judgment until I see it. If it's a big pile of steaming shit at that point in time, I'll be more than happy, you know, to shit on it at that point in time. But like I said, I I've been wrong before, so I'm I'm, I'm going to hold judgment until I see it. Yeah, and it's uh, and thanks for listening, Jeremy. By the way, uh, it's uh exciting that they picked a guy that is so young because like robert downey jr i do want him to grow into the role and it'd be great if the dceu could finally get their shit together and really start building a big universe uh, for these characters to grow in because i think that's really what's been lacking here Um, so i'm excited you know i'm always optimistic for more batman i hope it turns out well no so definitely check out uh this week's episode of dc figures and collectibles podcast uh so nate is the feature star uh i said the guest star on that podcast this week so i said it's a great podcast week to week i said they do figure reviews they do industry news you know regarding extra figures talk about and i always have some great guests on us and, and this week so they had the pleasure of actually having our very own nate aka figure fan nate on instagram <laughs> Yeah, big thanks to Tyler and Scott again. Had a lot of fun. Shout out to Tyler and Scott. All right. So, my, so what my, does our Scott have? Yeah. What is our, oh, yes. Yeah, Scott, let's hear so, it. So, uh, I will not be on the podcast next week because we actually were able to get into amazing Las Vegas Comic Con. So, I will be representing the STS guys on a journey to Las Vegas to go check out that. I don't want to say amazing because it's in their title, but usually it is a pretty amazing con. So uh, we're going to go check it out. That's a given, right? If it's yeah. amazing Comic Con Las Vegas, it has yeah. to be amazing. So, and what, this is the third straight year we've gone? Yeah. Yes. One of us? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, so. a, it's clearly an STS guy's favorite. So it was, it, it was meant to be because you're going there on that weekend and you didn't realize it at first that it was on the same weekend. No, not sure. at all. And it worked yeah. out. Yeah. Jeremy was like, wait, you're going to be in Vegas at that time. He's like, Comic-Con's that week. So I may have gotten set up with our tickets. I am bringing that new infinity gauntlet book that I got at Phoenix Comic-Con because the three more people that worked on that book will be up in Las Vegas for me to get that signed. So I will have some pictures and uh, we'll go try to hang out and uh, get a, get some photos for everybody to, to uh, experience it with us. Well, you mentioned a couple of them, right? Like a couple guests that they've got some good ones this time, like the Jim Starlin, Jim uh, Starlin. Yeah. Uh, uh, Sean yeah. Oh yeah. They got so, right. Yeah. So Sean asked, we got uh, for that infinity gauntlet. We got Joe Rubenstein. Yeah. And Ron Lim, uh, and then uh, then like was it Asher mother- Angel, the kid from uh, Shazam? Oh, yeah, Shazam, yeah, and Rob Liefeld, yeah. Plus, I think some Power Rangers are going to be there. It's, mm-hmm. it's and then, always it's and, always a good time. And the great George Perez, like I said, oh, oh yeah, yeah. George Perez with his last on circuit. So yeah, his final appearance, at least in Las Vegas, uh, is uh, George Perez. Yeah. So, so that'll be. Anywhere near Vegas and want to head up to Amazing Comic Con Las Vegas. It's next weekend, Father's Day weekend. Scott will be there. Scott, are you bringing high fives? I have a couple of stickers. 
I got some buttons still. I got some pogs. And of course, I got the high fives. So if you're in that Vegas area, you go to the con, you'll see me. I'm going to be wearing that polo with the big SDS guys logo on it. Just high fives for all the guys. Hey, that rhymes. (laughs) Nice. I tried. High fives for all the guys. It sounds sounds amazing. And uh, I'm excited for you, Scott. No, I said if if you if you have never checked out that com before, I said it's it's one of the the very few very comic specific comic cons that that's left uh, kind of around the country. I said it, it focuses on comics. Like I said the the mainstay is comics and comics creators. I said they'll 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 bring in like you know like celebrities and stuff too. Like I said, but but first and foremost, like I said, it's it's a comic con. Like it's yeah. it, it will have like I said great industry talent there from 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 all around the industry like i said it's it's a comic con i'll just put it this way i i will say in confidence that at least 60 percent of the boosts there are comic creators at this one it's almost entirely artist alley then you have some vendors and things like that in between and then yeah the the celebrity guest but yeah it is very much comic book creator uh centric it is very comic focused and uh i can say it's one of my favorite cons i know jeremy it's one of yours as well yeah no so. I, yeah, unfortunately i said I don't, I don't get to make it this year just because of some prior commitments but i i said it's it is definitely one of my favorite cons so my it's been a week is i said i i have so a couple weeks ago i said i had bought the uh the Mortal Kombat arcade one-up machine. So I've been playing the crap out of that thing. That thing is that thing is awesome. It's awesome to have, like I said, an arcade machine in your house. Like I said, it's just <laughs> it's just a different feeling. It's like I said, it's like so you have you, said, you can play on you know, your console, you can play on your TV and stuff like that. But standing up and actually playing a game, it just it's it's just a, it's just a different feeling, right? And so I gotten I've gotten inspired. I said by the YouTube community out there, um, just because there's uh, a, a lot of different people who have actually been modding these machines. So, so right now, I said they're limited on games and and what you can get actually in these cabinets. And typically, I said they'll come with like two or three or, or sometimes four games preloaded in the cabinet, but you can't actually load anything else in the cabinet. Uh, so, what people have been doing is they've actually been kind of actually hacking these machines. Taking out the the central PCB boards on them, and actually putting Raspberry Pis in them, and getting custom graphics, and actually building like custom arcade machines, relatively cheap, out of these arcade one-up machines. And so I've decided, you know what? I'm jumping in. I'm going to do it as well. I'm building basically a homebrew arcade one-up machine. Um, what I plan on doing is I plan on documenting the journey i said maybe even doing a couple of different youtube videos for it as well so that way if you want to basically make your own arcade one-up machine cabinet and customize it i said i said i will walk you through the steps i'll show you how to do it there's a hundred million videos out there that that that, that do this already i'm going to give you the sts guy spin on this um so i said you can actually kind of uh, follow me along this journey that awesome. sounds awesome like you said, like having an arcade cabinet, you can play games on a console, you can play games on a PC or a Switch, and that's cool. But when you have a cabinet and you got your friend over and you're side by side and you're going head to head in like Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter, that's a whole nother experience. So I think it's going to be awesome. It sounds exciting. 
Uh, I, I am definitely excited to start this project. I said I've uh, ordered all the parts, and so now it's just a matter of, of getting this assembled and, and getting it the way that I want it to be. So you're going to have like a whole selection of games, right? Oh, yeah. No, I said I, I, I said today I actually spent some time programming uh, the Raspberry Pi. Pi. Shout out to Wolfenos uh, for his uh, Raspberry Pi image um, because he actually pre-built an image that basically has every single arcade game that's pretty much ever been made uh, loaded, preloaded onto this thing. Um, so, and when I'm talking about arcade game, I'm not talking about ports. I'm talking about the actual like arcade emulated where you put in the coin and, and like I said the actual arcade ROMs. You got the good stuff. Yeah. So nice. It's, I said, I, I'm excited to kind of see and, and play some of those games because I said some of the games that, that are loaded in there, it's just, I haven't played forever and it's just, I'm looking forward to playing. So one of them, uh, I was telling, I said, showing Larry right before the podcast because he's such a big Simpsons fan. Uh, as I said, one of them is the actual Simpsons arcade game to play on there. So, so cool. I'm already, I'm already looking around my room instead of being like, all right, like where this thing in at, man. I might have some room right about here that I could maybe. Yeah, add I one think in. I got a little room under this window, but I'm not sure. Uh, like, we'll we'll see. It'll probably be a thing. You got Jeremy too. He can give you the inside scoop on what he did. Exactly. Once Jeremy gets it down. Yeah, yeah. So you guys are gonna want to do this. Like I said, it's they said it's relatively inexpensive, especially if you can get one of these these cabinets on clearance. Yeah. Uh, but it turns into like I said, a a a pretty cheap project. Uh, so basically, you can get almost an entire arcade cabinet for under 300 bucks if you get these things on clearance and you get basically a three-quarter size arcade cabinet that you can that you can mess around with awesome. and you get to pick whichever game you want because i i did see them on clearance at my walmart but i think it was the galaga one i'm like yeah. i don't want galaga <laughs> no one wants galaga but then you no. think about it you're like it doesn't have to be galaga it can be anything yeah then galaga is pretty cool man yeah yeah that's cool because yeah like uh i've used to look up you know classic arcade cabinets on craigslist or something and those things are like fifteen hundred dollars they're yeah, extremely they're expensive they're expensive as shit yeah yeah so, so to get i'm sure like what did the the screens are probably better in these one-ups right because yeah, it's so a newer they're, they're little 17 inch uh lcd screens and so yeah yeah, yeah cool. you have to do some like i said and I'll, I'll, I'll illustrate this in the video you have to, you have to, there's there's some different components that you have to get in order to make it work. Um, but it's, it's all stuff that's readily available and readily available cheap. So nice. Cool. We're asking you a lot of questions here, Jeremy. <laughs> like, Jeremy's got all the answers. You got all the answers. <laughs> Just like uh, our awesome fans have been sending us questions all throughout the week. And uh, we're going to be doing a lot of questions and answers here. So thanks to everybody that sent in some. We got a, a bigger response than what we expected. We're excited to get into it. You guys asked some cool stuff. So uh, we appreciate everybody participating. This is going to be fun. Yeah, I, I, I'm excited to do this just because I think I think it's a different flavor uh, of, of things that we normally do. Plus, like I said, it gets the audience involved as well. And like I said, it, it, it gets us thinking in regards to some, some, uh, some great questions. And so I, I'm going to kick us off. Um, like I said, it's... And the the first question comes from Epoch uh, Epoch Six, aka Butt Wasted. Who is your celebrity crush? Ooh, are we talking classic or current? 
They could, I think they could be whatever. Either. Yeah. All right. All right. I got one in mind. All right. What's, what's yours, Nate? So I'm going to go with my classic one. Uh, yeah. Still looks great today, but Denise Richards. I remember watching Starship Troopers, and I fell in love with her. I was like, holy shit, she's beautiful. So I'm going to go with that one. Nice. Wild Things, too. Did you see Wild Things? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, good call out because uh, I was thinking of another <laughs> movie and I couldn't think of the name and I was like, oh, that's the one. Yeah, wild things. Uh, Larry, was a good movie. Um, I'm going to go old school too, but I'm going a little bit older than that. I'm going Star of the Wonder Years, Dana McKellar. Ooh. Winnie Cooper herself. Oh, <laughs> nice. How did I? I, I should have guessed yeah. that. Yeah, I, know, I, I was going to guess that because I said it with his, hey, we have some Winnie. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. I didn't make that stick. That should have been a thing, man. That should have been a thing. So I, I'm going a little bit different direction. It is still from a TV show. It is from Baywatch, and it was uh, Yasmin Bleeth. Sure. Nice. That's like, great. Who didn't, who didn't watch an episode or two of Baywatch back in the 90s? Oh, yeah. That was what like a teenage boy didn't watch. <laughs> yeah, I may have watched episode. it, but I have no idea what was going on. Uh, so, Did it matter? Yeah. yeah. So I, I may have had the poster on the ceiling oh. thing <laughs> when I was growing up. Like, yeah. Uh, can, can, uh, can I give this one? I have the, the, the opposite side, too. Um, there's the little, like, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not gay, but I would. It's Hugh Jackman. Oh. Wow. <laughs> I wasn't sure what the opposite side was for a minute, but yeah. Okay. All right. So so mine, it's it's never I said it's it's always been the same ever since I first saw her. Pulling out what? So I was gonna say Star Trek Next Generation? No, no, no. Uh, Star Trek Voyager. Oh, and, that's right. And Jerry Ryan, who played yeah. seven nine. Oh. <laughs> From, yes. from from day one, like I said, she has been incredibly hot. Um, Jerry Ryan, then she was on Boston Public for a while, and then she modeled on some other stuff. But Jerry Ryan, like I said, especially I said with that uh that, that 709 uh like sleek borg uh, body going on, real nice. Nice. <laughs> going with the classics, good choices, gentlemen. Yes. So who's up next? Oh, it's me. I'm typing in the chat. There we go. All right. So our next question is from babylight83 on Instagram. Uh, Jessica, she wants to know, what's your favorite ice cream flavor? Ooh. I'll start. So, I'll st so I, I, can, I, can I get a clarification while, while, before you start here? Okay. Are we talking outside the box or can we go like include like Baskin Robin shit? Like Isn't that ice flavors? cream? Yeah, like it, is, it, is, is it any flavors? flavors? Okay, anything. That, it's not just like vanilla or chocolate. Yeah. Well, no, I'm just talking like, is it the stuff that I can have to get at the grocery store, mm, or you can is it Baskin Robbins at the grocery store? Yeah, well, true, but <laughs> I, I wanted to clarify that because I got a couple answers depending on. The, okay, on the, I'm, I'm curious. A fat guy, I love some ice cream. I'm curious, fat guy. What do you got? So, uh, I'm, I'm going to give out the two that go through. So, uh, in the store, it's. It's only around at Christmas. It's the dryer's hot chocolate, the one with the little marshmallows in it. I don't think I've ever uh, had that. It's the bomb, yo. Uh, the other one is uh, the fucking uh, cake batter ice cream from uh, Cold Stone. 
I, I would sure. like I would literally kill a man for some uh, <laughs> for some of that ice cream. Uh, awesome, good choice, uh, good choice. Mine, I'll, I'll go to uh, cookies and cream is always a good standby, and Rocky Road. Ooh. I like I, I I say that because when I went to Baskin Robbins last week and I got that Steve Funko Pop, I got a, I got two scoops of Rocky Road and it was really good. So that one's fresh in my mind right now. So those are my two go to flavors. Good choice. What do you got, Nate? I'm gonna go with uh, half baked from Ben and Jerry. Ooh, it's got good. like gobs of chocolate chip cookie dough, fudge brownies, chocolate vanilla ice cream. It is amazing. I gotta choose that. Yeah. Good choice. How about you, Jeremy? Um, I have I have a couple. I I I, ha- I, I have a couple. Um, if I have to choose, like I said, between like store bought and and like at, at a store at a store. If I was at I'm at Baskin Robbins, pecan praline. Uh, I said I, it's a classic. I could eat that nonstop. Um, however, there is I tr- I'm trying to remember what the name is. Um, I actually found a new flavor of store ice cream that I like. It's almost like it's almost like a half baked Nate from Ben and Jerry's, but it's it's, a, it's this, from this local grocery store that we have here, H E B. Um, that basically it's almost like mixing cookie dough ice cream and cookies and cream ice cream together, and it's this awesome fusion between the two. Nice, it sounds so, amazing. So, so Jeremy, I, I will be remiss if I did not bring this up though. Because I know it's one of your favorites too. We got to give a secondary shout out to the Jurassic Blast from fucking Dairy Queen, which was the peanut butter cookie dough, regular cookie dough, and peanut butter ice cream blizzard. That was the shit. But now now it's too hard to explain to people how to get it. The Jurassic Blast, man, that was that was that was the shit. (laughs) Yeah, that was actually really amazing. I cannot tell you how many times that we legit like ditched out on work. To go get some Jurassic Blast back in the day. Gotta get that Jurassic Blast. Nice. The best thing to come out of the new... <laughs> it's the only good thing to come out of the new one. was <laughs> Dairy oh. Queen ice cream. Oh, Dairy Queen, man. That's... And now I'm Dairy Queen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now I'm, I'm going to get some ice cream after this. All this talk right. of ice cream. I'm like, does ice cream and whiskey go well together? Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Surprisingly, can I make a, I make a float? <laughs> surprisingly, that was our only food-related question. Uh, no, it is surprising. You are incorrect. It isn't. Oh no, we have oh. <laughs> we have one coming up. Uh, not this not upcoming question, but the question after that. Oh, oh, that's great. Yeah. I like food-related. Oh yeah, yeah, I like food-related questions. All right, what do you got? Nate? All right, so I am next, and this is from at Moonchild Saris. Favorite podcast episode so far? I'm going to go with mine first. And it's going to be my first episode, episode 11 of the podcast, (laughs) when it all started. The the Nate joins the crew. That that was a good one, right? It was episode 11, and we ended up talking about Stranger Things, because Stranger Things just happened to come out that weekend. That's right. Good point. It was a good episode. It was a good episode. That was fun. Uh, I think I, I think you guys are going to think I'm going to say one thing, but I'm not. I, I'm going to say that my favorite was episode 46 when we had Mike from that wrestling club, uh, the the wrestling subscription box, which now is 
uh, kind of no longer. And he's got a new company that sells like autograph Funko Pops called Dark Parlor Originals. Uh, I think we had, that was just an awesome episode, just talking sub boxes, talking wrestling. Um, he's a really good dude. So if you're not, if you're not following Dark Parlor Originals on like Instagram or go check them out, they've got some really cool stuff. I would have gotten that totally wrong. Yes, I know. <laughs> Curveball. <laughs> Uh, so that's that's a total that's a total curveball because you've talked about Star Wars ASMR episode so <laughs> so so I gotta I gotta drop in because that is actually my number one was the Star Wars ASMR. Nice. Yeah, I knew Scott would do that too. So. So, but can I say I also am a big fan of the Arthur podcast. <laughs> there, that, was, that was a good one too. We got to do another Arthur podcast. We do. We really knew. We should. There's actually Arthur news. We do actually need to bring it up. There is Arthur News. Um, must be covered. Oh, I just had an I had an idea. Why don't we create a poll on our, I said I said on our social one of our social media platforms, and basically list out basically you know five or six uh, different animated children's classic kind of like type cartoons or educational, and then the audience picks which <laughs> we do a podcast. Oh, on. can we do some Magic School Bus? It, it's uh, it's on oh. us. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Let's do it. It's up I'm down. I am down. That way they decide our fate and what we have to talk about. I like it. Because I think we can do it. I think Make it happen. I think we I mean it's gonna be a little while because I think we have the next like six episodes planned out, but that is a great idea. I like it. So my favorite episode. Yes. Uh, we actually, it actually mentioned it last week or the week before last. Um was I actually liked our Halloween special regarding yeah. things killing. Yeah, uh, dude, yeah. Special hashtag uh, shout out to Roxanne as a guest on on that podcast. Yes. The, that was, was, was that our first game? That was our first game. That was our first yeah. Abbott trivia. So I said I, 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 I liked it a lot. I think it, I think it worked out really well. And I want to do another Halloween episode <laughs> and do another uh, random crappy movie. Uh, <laughs> Judge Jack brings up something awesome wasn't a podcast but judge jack's famous guys moment was uh goat versus fish yes <laughs> that guy from uh when, when jeremy and i were walking around outside san diego comic-con last year uh, we decided to just throw on uh the youtube live stream and just walk around on the street and that goat versus fish guy was there uh he's awesome judge jack if you didn't know he is on instagram uh, he goes around to like a whole bunch of different cons and stuff, and he will be back in San Diego. And I'm going to try my hardest to find the goat versus fish guy again this year. I think we should try to have the goat versus fish guy on as an eventual guest. I think Ooh. he would do it. Yeah, I think he would do it too. Oh, I'm round, down. Round I am down. Yeah, that's exciting. That right, is, cool. That's amazing. So, all right, so let's take a look here. So, next question we got comes from our friends over at Talkin' Pops. And this is an interesting one. It if is. you could rename all the other STS guys, what would their new names be? First, middle, and last. Jeez, I don't even know where to start on this one. No, okay, so can I jump in and tell, tell everybody about the game that Larry, Jeremy, and I have when we go out to lunch? Yes. Because this is exactly kind of what we do when we go to lunch. Because <laughs> almost everywhere that we go, Ask for your name so they can call your name. To, like, you know, like your order is ready. Like, so wherever we go that has names, we try to think of the most ridiculous shit <laughs> to, to call ourselves or just something silly. Like, Larry, it's always Bill. 
Like if I have to say anything, it's, it's Larry my new one. Bill. Jeremy Larry's doesn't even Bill. know this. Yeah, yeah, because so. of Bill Dotry from, uh, <laughs> from King of the Hill. From King of the Hill, right? It the makes best me one. Laugh every time they call my name. Now. The best one though was I have to say was Jeremy saying his name was the same as the person ringing up. Oh <laughs> yeah, that was Chick-fil-A. good. Was actually probably one of the best ones. He's like. Right. Because he it's read it off your name tag. Yeah, he was like, yeah. my name's Sky, too. Yeah, yeah I, I went with you guys to Chick-fil-A one time, and Jeremy was like, just say your name is the same as the person that <laughs> takes your order. So I did, and the guy's like, oh, wow, that's that's a con- you know crazy coincidence. Rem- yeah, like- I, I think it was when Jeremy did it. The, the guy who delivered the food was like, is your name Sky? Because like, yep. he thought that the lady taking the order was dumb and just typed her name in. Because that's her name too. It was awesome. The literal words we got. Uh, that's great. It was. I, lo- it was I love great. how it was because it was a girl, and so you just said it's the same, just minus the e at the yeah. end or whatever. Oh, mine's with an i. <laughs> yeah, mine's with an i, and yours is with a y. And they're like, oh, okay. <laughs> But it was like the old manager guy just thought his employee was so stupid that she just typed her own name in. It was it was amazing. That's yeah. classic. So I know that doesn't answer the question, but it is no. a, a little tangent I thought was pretty relevant that that we like to make up names for each other. Should we just do the do the name the person after you kind of thing that we can go yeah. around quick? Like yeah. like Jeremy can start, and then we'll go alphabetical. So Jeremy does me, and we'll go that way. Oh god, put me on the spot. You get to name me, Jeremy, or I can name Nate. <laughs> I'll start. So Nate, I, I haven't even I read this question. I didn't even think about it. Nate looks like his name should be Sebastian Bruce. I'm looking at the stuff behind him clearly. <laughs> Kent. Nice. I like it. I don't know why I, I don't know how I came up with Sebastian. Like little Sebastian. <laughs> bye, well, bye, uh, little Sebastian. When this question came up, so who, who do I name now? now yeah, so I think you're going to name me. Yep, you'll name okay. me. Oh, this is perfect then. So yeah. I actually Googled worst names, <laughs> and I found one that fits Scott very well. Mike <laughs> Mike Latouris. Mike Latouris. <laughs> Mike perfect. Latouris. That's perfect. As I always say, Barry McCockner. So yeah. uh, Mike Latouris works very well. <laughs> Uh, all right, so I, I got I got a name for Larry. Alabaster Smithers. Alabaster. <laughs> alabaster. He's totally an alabaster. I like it. I'm not sure how to spell it, but I like it. I see him as a Harry too. Ooh, oh God. I'm I've al- been called Harry so many times at work, it's not even funny. All right, Scott. So what what was Jeremy's name? All right, so yeah, you got to give me a second here. I'm still trying to to piece together. What's what's the best one that that we can we can do here? You've got good names. I know I do. do. I do got some good ones. <laughs> All right, so it's gonna start out. It's it, here we go. Are you <laughs> gonna, googling this? No, <laughs> he's like, uh, what can I find? What can I find? <laughs> the suspense is killing me. <laughs> I didn't even think about this one. This is this is one I didn't didn't kind of catch here. Um, I I didn't actually know what to put for this, nor who who would I be naming. Um, 
Can you just call me Mike Hunt and be done with it? Mike Hunt? Yeah. I want to think of a good one here. I'm going to call you William Theromopoulos. I know it's the wrong thing, but I want to give it a thing. Odiferous McMarvel. Ooh, McMarvel. I kind of like that. I like I like McMarvel. And then people can call you Bill. Bill. Yeah. Bill. <laughs> Lenore. 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 It's me, Lenore. Yeah. <laughs> Bill, Bill, oh, yeah, wow. oh, oh, so good. That, that was an interesting question. Thanks, yes. talking pop. That, that one was a hard one, yeah. like because it's like, what do you name your friends other than just like, well, I'll just call him Steve, I guess. Like, I don't like. Right. All right. So this next question comes from Travis Demore Five, which is my brother-in-law. Uh, my wife and I are conducting the project of the top 10 pizza places in Phoenix for each of you. What is the best pizza you've ever, what's the best pizza you ever had come where and where's it come from? Also, what's your favorite pizza chain restaurant? Example, pizza hut, how little seizures, et cetera. All right. Nice. All right. So okay. good, good question. Good question. So, your favorite pizza place and your favorite chain pizza place. Yeah. So right. I'm gonna go. My favorite pizza place is actually someplace I just recently found here. Um, like the, actually in in Austin, it's this place called Pint House Pizza, uh, which basically is makes some really really good pies, but then they're also brewery. Like I said, they also do microbrews as well, and they do their own canning there. And then that's where they come up with the electric jellyfish. Nice, my new favorite IPA. So. Favorite pizza there. It's a favorite beer there. And favorite chain. Um, uh, you know what? Nothing that said. There's got to be void. Like if you're going to get, yeah. if, if they're going to order pizza for you at work, are you going to roll your eyes at Domino's? Or are you like, yeah, they chose Papa John's this time? What do you got? I, I, I would say, I would say Domino's. Um, but with the asterisk, they have to order the lava crunch cakes. The lava <laughs> crunch cakes from Domino's. Or the fucking shit. That it makes the, the whole thing better. So they're, they're, you're just uh, there for the desserts. Their knots are actually pretty good too. The little garlic knots. Like I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. So nice. Domino's for the chain. Pine House Pizza for my favorite pizza. All right. Nice. All right. I, I, I so I got I got mine. I'll go ahead because I have this one is again fat guy. This one's actually really easy for me. <laughs> uh, favorite local pizza place. It's Venezia's all all day every day. Like awesome pizza. I, it's kind of chainy, but not quite at the point. Like, I think it's nationwide, right? Like, yeah, it's like here in Albuquerque. So I think we're okay yeah. saying it's uh, not good. It, it, anybody who doesn't know, it is the pizza that uh, Walter White throws on the roof uh, in yes. uh, Breaking Bad. Nice. So uh, that's the local. But dude, I mean, Hungry Howie's. How does no one like have that as the best like chain restaurant? Hungry Howie's is pretty good. Because you got the, like, I, I'm not a crust eater. Crust. Like we we could have yeah. the we could have the the discussion about do you eat the crust or not. I am a no crust guy, but I'll eat the shit out of the hungry Howie's crust because they put that garlic shit on there and it is bomb, yo. Yeah, nice. It's a good one, man. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm gonna go with uh, Federal Pizza as my favorite place to go locally. They have some really unique pizzas, different ingredients, but it's all delicious and like. Uh, Jeremy said for his favorite place, they have some great beer, 
great uh, deals on beer. So I like to go there, get my beer, have a pizza. It's delicious. As far as the chain, um, I'm going to say Barrow's Pizza, which I think is more of an Arizona chain, but it's still amazing. So I'm going to go with Barrow's. See, I always mix up Barrow's and Sabaro's. One <laughs> yeah. of them's good and one of them is not. <laughs> I was like, what's the one that's in uh, airports? Because it's the other one. Yeah, Sabaros, I think, is the one that's in airports. <laughs> yes, and it's not good. <laughs> not no, good at all. It's the mall food court staple, too. Yeah. It is not good. Uh, all right. So, local, like, I've never been to the places that you said. So, I guess I need to check those out. Like, Grimaldi's is supposed to be good, too. That's like an East Valley one. Mm-hmm. Have you been there, Scott? Yes. Yeah, they have a like very that. good. Uh, you ask the fat guy if he's been to a pizza place. Yeah, yeah, I didn't ask Nate. I asked you for a reason. Um, <laughs> yeah, of course. It's I've good. Been there too. It's uh, really but that, good. that is like a, that is kind of like a nationwide pizza place because they, they have them all over. Is but they are place? very, very good. Cold well, never, fired pizza. I, yes. I've never yeah, been they're, there. They're cold so, fired, but they are also expensive as fuck. Uh, so. yeah, it's like $26 for like a large. Yeah. So it's not a $5 hot and ready from Little Caesars? It is not. No, it is. I think, in fact, one of the farthest things you can get from the five dollar on ready, but it is delicious. All right, well, we're we're gonna have to go there sometime because I have never been there. But uh, there is like by my old neighborhood, so like West Valley, right? Like, uh, there's a place called Uncle Sam's, they had like a little bit of everything, but they had really good pizza too. Like, they also had like sandwiches and stuff. But I really like Uncle Sam's, I think they're only here in Arizona. I think there's like one in Scottsdale or something too, but. Uh, I'm going with that for my favorite local chain. Does like Mod Pizza and Fired Pie count as a chain? Yeah, yeah. I'll give them those. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Fired Pie is probably my favorite chain. Uh, it's kind of a toss up with Mod because Mod's okay too, but uh, I really like those kind of like Subway style pizza places where you just walk in, make it right there in front of you, throw on whatever toppings you want. Uh, so those are my two. Yeah, Fired Pie is great. I, like you said, I love customizing, and they have some cool, different, unique sauces that you can try, and ends up usually good every time. Yeah, I agree. And it's fast. It is fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I'm always kind of like a little taken back when it when like you get your drink and you sit down, and they call your name, be like, "How the fuck did you cook that that fast?" Right. All of a sudden, they're yelling out, "Bill, Bill, <laughs> Sebastian, your pizza's ready." Pete Jones. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay, that's me. Never mind. Come get uh, Mike Latouris. Yeah. yeah. He's ready. See, the best one is just to do like porn star names and see if anybody actually catches it. <laughs> to be like, like, oh. yeah, like I said, Peter North, and people are like, ah, uh, like. Mm-hmm. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jeremy. Uh, what about? Okay, no, you actually already gave us yours. Yeah. That's it. Like we already got his. Uh, anybody that hasn't gone yet, we all went. Yeah, yeah I think we think went. We're all good. So, let, let, I, we can move. We can move on here. So on to the next question. Uh, we've got. Oh yeah, we've got a question that was sent to us on Twitter by Rendon Wells. He is at Calico Emerald. Uh, Rendon, he wants to know if we could possibly bring him back some Nega Toys loot from SDCC. Please. I think we all need to answer this question. One, two, three. No. No. <laughs> It, yeah, it, I mean, here's the thing it's hard enough to get our own shit at san diego yeah. comic-con let yeah. alone to be able to make any sort of promise we're not or even, even trying attempt. to be rude yeah. but yeah. the process in itself is a lot of waiting it's a pain in the ass and we just if we can get it for ourselves that's awesome you know I, i've had people ask me on my instagram like hey can you get me this can you get me that 
Like, dude, I'm not promising anything. Maybe is all I can tell you. But right. for the general, then, like, it's a it's a polite no, right? But even yeah. then, like, if we were able to get something, like, it'd probably be like one thing, and we'd probably do a giveaway. Yeah, right. absolutely. It, it was because, like I said, it's not only I said it's it's not as simple as saying, "Hey, I'm just going to go buy this," and yeah. And, and I, hey, you know what? You give me the money, I can go buy this for you. Simple as that. I said, it's, it's, you're spending, you know, hours in lines to get some of this stuff. And sacrificing doing something else. And sacrificing doing something right? else. Right. It's yeah. not the yeah. money. It's not the money. It's the time and, yeah. and the commitment because by choosing to do one thing, you're missing out on five other things you could be doing. Well, and not even that. It's, you know, we spend our money to get in there. You know, you got to pay for a hotel room. You got to get there yourself. I mean, the whole process in itself, just for our opportunity to get it, um, you know, a pain in the ass. Yeah. Yeah. Luckily, more companies are doing like early pre-orders like NECA did their pre-orders this last week. So it gives you a chance to get it. Sometimes they do release them a little bit later. Um, I think companies are getting a little bit better about some stuff, you know, being open to the general public for exclusives. NECA, you know, he asked about NECA, but they've been better about doing that. So there's a good chance, Rendon, that you'll, you'll see that in a retail store somewhere. Hopefully. Um, yeah, so I am next, and it's from Official Art Miranda, and he asks us, what is your favorite con? Ooh, well, we that's just... a, a loaded question. Yeah. Like X-Con? <laughs> I'm going to say Mike Tyson. <laughs> I'm going to say Nicolas Cage from Con Air. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> that's a good but, one. but I do think overacting uh, John I Malkovich was better. Fly 14. I can yeah. see my daddy on July 14th. <laughs> Put the bunny down. Dude, dude, I, I recently rewatched that. I had no idea that Dave Chappelle was in that movie. Yeah. He is one of he is one of the cons. Yeah. Oh, is that cue ball? Oh, really? What is it? Like speedball or cue ball or something like that? Yeah, he's the one who gets thrown out the plane. He writes pinball. on him. Yeah, pinball. He's, he's pinball. Yep. So all right. Favorite con. Yeah. This is pretty buddy. easy, right? Like yeah. Like I've been to, I'm not sure how many different cons I've been to. Mostly the ones like in Phoenix, right? Um, but like hands down, it's it's the king of cons, San Diego Comic Con, for yeah. sure. Like if I had to pick a, a, for whatever reason, I feel like 2015 was my favorite year. Uh, after a lot of heartbreak, I got it at the Funko booth on Sunday, back when it wasn't a lottery. Uh, it was my first fun days. That was pretty great. Uh, there's an Aquabat show that Saturday. 2015 was a good year. Like, they're all good years, but uh, you know what? There's an Aquabat show and a Nerf Herder show. 2015 was definitely a good year. I, I would I would give you that one. That is a yeah. just for the, the, the shows alone. Exactly. Yeah, and getting in the Funko line, which is next to impossible to do. Yep. It was my, it's my one and only time, and it was almost four years ago now. Yes. Wishing us luck for the raffles, please, everyone. Yes. Nate, what about you? <clears throat> My favorite con, like Larry said, I got to go San Diego. It's just too epic. It's too amazing. It's got all the best toys. People that I know from my Instagram friends are there. You know, it's such a cool yeah. time. We're going to have all the guys there. I'm ex so excited for it. But if I had to say an honorable mention, it would probably be Designer Con. Cause it was so unique and it was fun and it had to do with more of like, you know, local artists and smaller studios that are trying to do their own thing. 
Um, so that was really cool and like kind of like a yeah. con I never knew about. But when I went there, now I want to go every year. Yeah. And like you said, it was cool because we all went too. So I, I, right. I'm sure I'm sure San Diego this year, since we're all going to be there, will probably be all of our favorites. Uh, but Designer Con, it's probably a close second for me, dude, too. Like it was that was a great trip because I went to Disneyland afterwards, too. Like, because yeah. it's right there in Anaheim. Like it was it was a good week. Well, the con, you know, I didn't know what to expect. It just ended up being way better than I expected. It was a lot of yep. fun. Scott? Yeah, so um, Designer Con is actually probably up there on my list, too, to be honest. Like, that, that does get the, the honorable mention. I didn't know what to expect going into it and showing yeah. up. Like, there was so much cool shit there. Um, but honestly, like, the one I'm going to coming up here, like, Vegas, it's smaller. It's comic book oriented. And, like, there there's not that huge crowd of people like you get at San Diego. Like, if you wanted to meet somebody you can do it at that con. Like there is nothing that stops you from being able to, uh, to, to kind of experience everything. And I think that's really, really nice for something that size. Uh, I am going to have to agree with Scott. Um, I said, probably said the, the amazing cons have been probably some of my, my best experiences uh, just because I was able to, to, you know, meet some great people. Uh, and then just, just the interactions. Like, so, you guys are gonna laugh at me because I always have something near me like as a prop to show. <laughs> I actually have something near me as a prop to show because I've been like organizing stuff. Um, but like I said, like I said, like when I when I was able to get my oh yeah, like I said, this this sketch done by by Jason Fabic, um, and just to be able to talk with him, like I said, one on one, and to be able to talk with Kevin Eastman, the guy who created Ninja Turtles, and to be able to talk with like I said, all these other creators one on one, dude. Dude, you met Stan Lee that year too. Stan Lee that year too. Like, it's, yeah. like I said, it's it's I I don't know. Like I said I I the San Diegos are great because like they have the events and like I said they're just big, huge. Like I said, it's just it's just big, huge productions. But I almost like said the the, the smaller atmosphere just because if I'm if I want to interact with people, if I want to meet people, like I said I I have better luck at those cons. And yeah. it's, it's just I I, I said. Being able to have a, like I said, a five-minute conversation with Kevin Eastman on Ninja Turtles was awesome. Like, right. well, just, just think about look, last year when when Jeremy and I went. Right, let's see, we met Ron Lim, Jim Starlin, yeah, Kevin Scott, Eastman, Scotty Young, Scotty Young, and uh, Jason David Frank, who stole our camera, who stole our camera. Yeah, <laughs> all within like a four-hour period of time. Like, what other con can you say you could actually? meet all those people in that time frame and it's vegas yeah yeah so like it's not a boring city <laughs> like no, it's not at all there's tons to do tons of good restaurants tons of awesome hotels yeah like it's vegas man it's a per it's it's a great atmosphere to just be in anyhow but the fact that they bring a cool con it's, it's so awesome yeah no so yeah if we go we go cons amazing las vegas number one good choice, now to, to be fair though Amazing does also do the one in Hawaii Ooh. that they put on. I would love to go check that out. That would be like, cool. I, I don't know if I'm flying my happy ass to Hawaii for a con, but if the opportunity ever presents itself, I am down. Yeah. Hmm. So you're saying 2020. Aloha. Aloha. Yes, yes guys. Aloha episode. God, that would be amazing. <laughs> that would be so cool. Yes. All right. So who's next? you uh 
No, we just did oh, mine. No. You just did yours. Scott. So let's see. So from Funkos with Chris, we got who is the number one person you want to meet at a future con? Ooh, that's a loaded question because there's tons of people I'd love to I would love yeah. to meet. But l- let me go first because I actually have the person that I, I don't think they'll ever be at a con, but I'd love to meet director of Thor Ragnarok, Taika Waititi. Like <laughs> it's a good one. Everything that dude does is like it's my sense of humor and it's just it's fucking hilarious to me. Like I would love to be able to like meet and interact with him and at least get like a signature on something like hands down him. Awesome. Uh, mine's pretty easy. Like when I, when I first went to San Diego, uh, right. This would be like my sixth one and it still hasn't happened. Um, Simpsons creator, Matt Groening would uh, apparently always pops up at the Bongo comics booth. I'm just never able to run into him. So my, my number one, uh, again, he doesn't like Scott said, not a guy who does like the normal con circuit, but he is around. Uh, I would love to meet that grading at some point. So, so I, you know, I think we need to kind of pressure uh, the folks over at ACE because they seem yeah. to be able to get like a random assortment of people. I think we need to get, get them pressured into to bringing him around because that would be a good one. I wonder if Matt Groening likes Hawaii. He might. <laughs> I bet he does. <laughs> well, I know where Larry's going if they announce that he's going to be there. Oh, yeah. Like, if you're I a celebrity and you get, like, a free trip to Hawaii out of it, like, you got to think, like, they got they, they have to get a decent, like, crowd of people to show up just for that free trip to Hawaii. You would think, right? Yeah. That should be the easiest one to recruit people for. Yeah, it's fucking Hawaii. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? Like. Okay. What do you guys uh, got? Nate. It's Nate. Oh. uh, Yeah, so. I did. So one of the guys got this guy's signature, but I always regretted not being able to meet him in person. And it's Scott Snyder. Uh, he is an amazing comic writer and I've always loved his stuff. So I would love to be able to meet him, but somebody I've also been jealous of meeting uh, Jeremy got to meet him. Uh, Jason Fabic. He would be an amazing person to meet. He got says some great, great art. Some of my favorite covers that he's done. Um, so those are two guys I would really love to meet. And get signatures from good choices man my mine's hand down hands down you guys can guess it i, I already know you guys know kevin smith yeah kevin smith oh yeah i like i said i love i said i'm in, i said kevin i'm I have such a huge fanboy i said with kevin smith stuff like i would love to be able to, like i said as much as as many events as I've gone to, and as many different things, I've, I've actually never get to meet him one on one in person. I'd yeah. love to meet him one on one in person. Yeah, so, so we, we we got Jason Muse off your list when we went the other day. So yeah, yeah we still got we got Kevin left. I can see Jeremy legitimately losing his shit, like when oh, he sees I, Kevin. I mean, here's a question: Would like you be able to actually like carry a conversation, <laughs> yeah. or would you like hyperventilate? Uh, I'd probably piss my pants. Like, yeah. Well, honestly, Jeremy's like, I'm sorry, Kevin. I can't talk to you. I just shit. Like, I gotta go. We're in San Diego this year. I said it's my goal to figure out how I get on a fucking IMDb boat because that's where he, that's because I that's the place I know he'll yeah. be at. Just because like I said he's there every year because that's where he does all the interviews at. 
bring your bring your hockey jersey this oh, time. I am bringing my hockey jersey. Like I said, I am to be ready. Like I said, if there's a fan meetup where like I said, because well, because last year they did a thing where like I said, if you wore basically if you dressed up like Kevin, up like Kevin Smith, like I said, in in one of his jerseys, you actually got to get on the IMDb boat. And so, I'm bring that jersey. Bring I'm that jersey. Hoping, I'm hoping something like that happens again. I'm actually going to pack a couple extra jerseys as well, so that way we can all go. Um, nice. So uh, I'm I'm reading the chat here, and I have a we have a secondary little question to this here, but I think it's relevant. I want to bring it up. Pennywise lives. <laughs> awesome username, by the way. Jeremy's dying. <laughs> um, Pennywise got him. Oh. Uh, I drank a beer from like two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. Oh no! Again? Did you do that before at the old yes. house? I agree. Yes. <laughs> Jeremy's. Uh, so he's going to a con in July, and he's meeting a couple of folks here. Um, but he's asking, "Don't you think some stars ask way too much money to sign a photo?" Yes. Yeah. Um, so you see, the, you see the uh, Jurassic Park behind me. Yeah? Jeff Goldblum signed that one. Hundred bucks. Just for the signature. So um, the, the big news of the week was uh, Ace Comic Con announced their their next oh con yeah. in just oh outside yeah. Chicago with Brie Larson, right? Captain yeah. Marvel, uh, two hundred bucks. Two hundred bucks, yeah, for a photo or two hundred bucks for an autograph. That's That's a lot crazy. of money. Man. I think it's getting that thing was when you start to get those, not even a list, like big name currently, like. Well, and in the people who stars. don't do the, the people who don't do a con every weekend, yeah, this is, I'm pretty sure this is the first con Brie Larson's ever done. And you know what? It could be her last. Like if you're a super Captain Marvel fan, you got to get to Chicago. Yeah. This might be your only opportunity. So in that case, like I get it. There just hasn't been that person for me who is like, oh my God, I got to fly across the country and spend all this money to meet. Um, I don't know. Do you guys have a guy like that? Would it be the people we just named? Like if if you do, you can meet Kevin Smith, Jeremy. Like say say in Chicago, and it was a weekend when you were doing anything. Would you fly to Chicago to meet Kevin Smith? If I could, if I knew I could meet it, like I said, well, not just like just like hey, quick autograph and that, but actually like meet like meet the guy. Yeah, like a hang hang like, like bro a hang. Like a, like, like, uh, I don't think I have like a VIP experience. Like yeah, if, if it, yeah, no, I absolutely would. I said, I, I said, I've, I've been said that there's, there's different things. I said that I'll, I'll, I'll fly, I said, I'll, that I'll fly across the country for. I said, me and you, I said, Larry, me and you were talking about this earlier this week. I said, we're, we're trying to figure out, I said, nailing down when that Bunko Hollywood store is going to open just so I can book my plane tickets yeah. and get to Hollywood. Uh, so for the, for the store opening. Yeah. Mike, Mike from Talking Pops, who's in the chat too. Shout out to Mike. Shout out to Talking Pops. Uh, we were talking about that on Twitter too this week because he was looking at, uh, He's looking at flights too, trying to figure out when it was going to drop. But yeah, like right, that Kevin Smith might be there. Like, who knows? Like, I am well because he lives like literally right around the. He lives down the street, right? He's down the street. Yeah. Yeah. So it could happen if he's not busy. All right. What's our next? uh, What's our next question, guys? Next question is me. So this comes from uh, official Art Marina. Favorite. Uh, fanboy experience. Ooh, I got one off the oh. bat. We mentioned it earlier, dude. Uh, when when we were in line with Jason David Frank, not a big like Power Rangers fan, but to have him like, I like you got the thing. He took the picture with you, and then he turns to me, who I'm just there as like background, like recording. Is like, 
hey, let me see that camera. And he took our camera and started like recording stuff for yeah. us. I think that was like one of the coolest things ever to happen is not just meeting somebody, but to have a true interaction with them. And I think that was really, really cool. No, that was that's probably my like I said this guy is not like I said a super celebrity but like I said he's probably like I said one of the nicest people that you'll that you'll ever meet mm-hmm. is uh Scott when me and you actually uh carried on like I said like I said quite a lengthy conversation with Ming Chen oh when, when I got we, yelled at uh, by that yeah. mean lady in Tucson yeah yeah uh Ming Chen was really cool with that uh Hollywood thing we yeah. went to too so <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah. Well, I got yeah, I got yelled at because I was recording Ming Chen and I wasn't supposed to. Yeah, Jeremy just said it, right? Who brings your who brings a photo to sign for you other than Ming Chen? Like that's unheard yeah. of. Uh mine, my, I'm I'm going back. We're, we're we're going out of the 2010s. We're we're going back to the early 2000s. Uh, 2001. Yeah, I think it was yeah. So 2001. Uh, me and my friend Eric and my friend Frank, uh, we all went to uh, Dave and Buster's before it was Dave and Buster's uh, for a concert. We saw Vanilla Ice and anyone who hung out after the show got invited to the VIP room and you got to take pictures, get an autograph. Uh, Vanilla Ice gave me a beer. Uh, he hung out. He was like the coolest guy ever. We literally talked to him for like a good 15 minutes. So mine was 100% vanilla ice. That's awesome. Yeah. That's amazing. I did not know that. That's yeah. Crazy. yeah. That, 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 was that, the, really cool. that was the second time we met him too. So first time was good too. It was outside uh, the Mason jar, like this little oh, hole man. in the wall bar. That's, yeah. Go back. Whoa. Yeah. Like he was cool there. But the second time was, it was even better because we got invited to the VIP room. Mason jar was like so crappy. They didn't have a VIP room. You just had to go outside to the parking lot. The club that always burned down. <laughs> it looked like it had been burned down a couple it, times. It, yeah. it, there's more than twice. Let's yeah, just put it that way. It's, they said it's burned down a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> it's more than that bar has burned down more than twice. Let that sink in. <laughs> All right, Nate. So, mine. Um, I don't know. I don't have a ton of one-on-one experiences like these cool stories but uh when i my first time i was at san diego comic-con i remember i was walking the floor on saturday and i got to a point it was probably like right in the middle all of a sudden all this huge crowd of people starts building up i'm like what the hell's going on here i can't get through they end up blocking people off from being able to pass and i'm pretty close to where they had opened up this path to get through and all of a sudden you see the cast of, and you know, I'm not a big fan of the movie, but the cast of Suicide Squad shows up and Will Smith walks by and then you got Margot Robbie that walks by, Jared Leto walks by, uh, a couple other guys that I, I'm familiar with. But I thought that was really cool. And that like for being my first time at San Diego, it like made the whole experience like, holy shit, like this is why people come here because these celebrities are just literally walking around. Um, so that was really cool that everybody started screaming and they're giving out high fives and signing autographs as they're walking. It was pretty cool. Yeah. I remember seeing your pictures from that after like, it was, I, it was pretty cool, man. It's Will Smith, man. It's the fresh yeah, Prince I mean, of the lair. I've, I've watched his movies growing up, his TV shows. And it's just, you see him in person, like, holy shit, that is yeah. the Will Smith. Yeah, It's really cool. I do have to say non like con one yeah. was, uh, 
selling kitchen stuff to iced tea and cocoa when I worked at William Sonoma Ooh. for over the holidays. Nice. <laughs> a That's few cool, years dude. ago. That is awesome. Uh, that yeah. was one of those ones like as Jeremy I was like, I couldn't talk. No. And that's the yeah. He's like, what's with these knives here? I'm like, they're, they're sharp. Like, I'm like, what am I gonna say? It's fucking like ice. Fucking iced tea is there. Like, man, it's yeah. crazy. We still have so many questions, and we're. I know. We might have to do like another one or something. So we we don't have that. That I think we have a few more we can get through though. We're doing, because, we're doing good. Just keep going. Yeah. Did Jeremy? Did Jeremy answer his? Yep, I answered mine. I mean, oh, go, let's let's go speed round here, Nate. Just like let's let's go through the next couple ones. Where, so Larry's well, next. Yeah, yeah, but we can speed round through a couple of these. Yeah. So Art Miranda also asked, "What is your favorite comic book?" Uh, I'm going to say The Dark Knight Returns. Scott, speed round, go. Yeah, yeah. We'll, okay. We'll go so, uh, okay, so Nate went. Uh, just in general, um, Spider-Man and Captain America are like my favorite storylines. Um, yeah, like just in general. Right. You do love Captain America. What do you got, Larry? Uh, I love anything with a Scotty Young cover. All right. Awesome. Jeremy? My copy of Amazing Spider-Man number one. Ooh. Good topping question. all of us. Yeah, very, um, very well played. All right. And, and uh, the time when you told me that you got that and I wanted to punch you in the face. <laughs> That's part of that's, that's part of the story. That's that is part. That is part of that story. Dustman one one three eight says, "What is your favorite Funko Pop?" I think we uh, can turn that into favorite Funko Pop or Mezco or whatever. Yeah. Favorite, so, yeah. favorite Funko. I got it. Uh, we just said it. Venomized Captain America. My Kevin's my fat man that I got that I bought from Larry. <laughs> nice. Gonna, my director yeah. Freddie Funko. That Jeremy and I got when we went to the Making Fun premiere. Nice. I'm going to go with Larry's uh, hint, Mezco. I'm going to go with the Armored Batman. Uh, he was a 2015 SDCC exclusive. He's amazing. Do you, do you bleed? Do you bleed? It's a cool figure, man. You he, will. Comes, he comes with a kryptonite spear. He's pretty badass. All right. That was a good one. Who's next? Uh, all right. So I'm going to what's your favorite Funko merchandise that is not a pop? Uh, I can't. I don't know if you can actually see it up here. Uh, it's behind the. I have a little thing, uh, dude. I have one of the original Wacky Wobbler, Mister T. Oh yeah, like that best one. Nice honorable mention to all the cereal you bought at Designer Con. Yeah, yeah, that's the second. <laughs> the second. I I legit have a shelf of Designer Con cereal. <laughs> Two of each, baby. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. All right, what do you got, Larry? Uh, I have not a pop. I prepared for this too, by the way, guys. Um, I got this uh, Darth Vader vinyl figurine. It doesn't look like a Funko item, does it? But it is. It was part of the Vans. Yeah, it was part of the Star Wars Vans collaboration uh, back in 2014, like before I collected pops and stuff. Like I wanted to buy those shoes, uh, but I I I regret this. I didn't buy any of the shoes, but I I remember they had like some kind of package deal where if you pre-ordered, you got either a Darth Vader or a Boba Fett. Um, So I got this like sometime in the last year. It is awesome. I love the Darth Vader. Nice. Shout out to uh, my Mega Dorbs too, <laughs> but that felt like too easy of an answer. But... Batman that we can see back there. Yeah. All right, Jeremy, what's yours? I'm going uh, special mention to Pop Pez. I like I said, like, let me see if I can get more of it here. I love Pop Pez. 
I know they're not as popular as I said normal pops are, but I, can, I, can I say I'm surprised I, that you I, didn't pick that making fun poster? That's I, that's for making fun. Kind of counts. That is a Funko item. That giant Freddy spoon behind you is yeah. pretty cool too. Giant Freddy spoon. Yeah, you got a great collection there. Yeah, the Pez are the Pez are awesome. I like the Pez. I like so my. I don't have a lot of Funko merchandise, but from what I do have, I love this bare brick cereal that we got at DesignerCon because it represents one of my favorite toy companies, Mayfex, Metacom Toy. They make these awesome bare bricks, and they partnered with Funko to make this sweet box of cereal. Very cool. And it was the perfect decon souvenir to take home. Exactly. It, was. it is displayed proudly behind me. <laughs> Cool. Good answers, guys. All right. Uh, you guys want to go through more? Or what do you want to do? Let's go for it. All Let's right, go cool. for it. I got. We got. We got time. We'll make this a a little bit longer one. We'll just try to speed round through some of these right, here. Yeah. Oh, Funkos with Chris. What is one collectible that you would get if money mm -hmm. wasn't an issue? Uh, Action Comics number one. <laughs> no, um, legit, legit answer though. Uh, not long ago, they had a sale of somebody that still had a copy of the original Super Mario Brothers uh, for the NES, still in box, like sealed. mint box, sealed. Yeah. Uh, that would be probably mine. Ooh. Uh, I think just because we were talking arcade games, I want a mint original Miss Pac Man. Eight. Nice. I would take the Hot Toys Jack Nicholson Joker. Nice. Thanks. Good choice. Good yeah, choice. that is a good choice. One in the purple suit. Now, if I if I had a choice, uh, a copy of Amazing Fantasy fifteen. Uh, I, and honestly, I said I don't even care what condition it is. Just uh, own a copy of Amazing was, Fantasy fifteen. So I said action comics. Number, I don't care. I, you can give me a thing rated at a two. It's yeah. still fucking action comics number one. Yeah. Someone could have literally wiped their ass with, 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 with this comic. I'd still take it. Depression exactly. era toilet paper. And yeah. Toilet paper. I'll take it. 100%. All right. So our next question is from Dustman1138. Shout out to Dustman because he actually sent us a bunch of questions too. He wants to know, is there a collectible that you sold to make more room in your house and now you wish you didn't? Yep. Yes. Yes, yeah. there is. <laughs> Um, I'll go first. Uh, like seven, seven or eight years ago, uh, I sold my entire Super Kenner Superpowers collection. Um, I had every loose figure except for Cyborg, uh, and I have sold like the majority of them. Actually, I've got a couple left, but I regret selling all my all my Kenner Superpowers. They were in pretty good shape too, because I was that weird kid who took good care of his toys. <laughs> Oops. Yeah, that one hurts. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go back to Mezco again, and I'm going to say the Mezco Dark Knight Returns PX exclusive. It's back when I first started collecting the line. I got the standard and I got the PX, and I'm like, ah, I don't need both of these. I sold it, and now it's one of the most sought after of the Mezco line. So, oh, well. Hashtag regrets. Yeah, I'm not going to buy it in today's market. It's way too expensive. Scott? Uh, so back when I was in college, I was dumb. And I was like, I'm not going to collect these things anymore. Sold a uh, almost perfect condition Atari 1600 and a bunch of uh, Ooh. games. Worst mistake of my life. <laughs> <laughs> now you can't play Pitfall. 
No, no, not Pitfall. No, which, and I mean, like I said, it's not like an expensive thing, but goddamn, I never should have sold that thing. <laughs> when I hook up, like w- when I hook up my TV, which I still haven't done, uh, we will bust out my Atari, and you can come over, and we'll play some Atari games. Done. Amazing. Um, mine would be, like I said, I back in the day, like I said, like I used to click. A really big, I was really big in comics back in the day. I actually sold my, almost my entire comic collection at one point in time, um, and then I regretted it, and then I slowly bought it back. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um. So and it's and it's one of those things to where I'm like, if I would have kept what I had back in the day versus I don't know, spending the into the thousands that I've spent now. But you know what? Each their own. Womp womp. So I said, hence why I said I, I have trouble like selling stuff now, which is why. Yeah. This is behind me. Yeah, like, <laughs> like that's the one thing I think Jeremy and I are very like Jeremy's better than me, but I don't sell shit. Like I, if I collect something, it's because I want it, and I'm not gonna get rid of it. Like right. I generally don't sell anything. Right. Like some of the pops I've got that I bought for ten bucks that are worth a couple hundred now or whatever. It's kind of like. You kind of think you're like maybe I should get rid of these and make some money, but at the same time it's like no man I I just can't do it like haven't done it probably won't do it I'm afraid of that regret. Hmm. All right, so next question, Nate. Uh, next question is from Pink Lacquer dot fanatic um, Nicola. Yeah, Nicola. Um, you have to sell your entire collection, but you can only keep one thing. What would it be? Oh man, these are tough ones. Jeremy, what are you going to go with? What's the one thing you're saving? Spider-Man number one, signed by Stanley. Okay, <laughs> that's a good, good choice. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go go really, really kind of dumb and sentimental with you, but it would be what Nate showed as one of his like favorite items. Uh, the one of the bare bricks from Designer Con, because that was the first major con that we all traveled all together to go see. <laughs> that is sentimental to me. <laughs> it's sentimental to me. Damn it. Like, yeah, it's real. Uh, <laughs> real. I feel like that wrestling guy. It's real to me. Uh, but yeah, like that one was the first time we all got together as like a group and, and went on a, a big trip. So yeah, the, the red and the blue share brick cereals. Shout out to those things. Uh, the, I would have to keep one of those just as a, a memento. Awesome. Nice. It might also be the Batman cereal piggy Ooh. bank that I have as a trophy for eating that nasty ass shit. Nice. That's that was a good one. That's a good one. That was which, good I'm, one. which I'm also very surprised I didn't die because of. <laughs> we all ate it. We, we did. Everyone did. Yes. What are you saving, Larry? Uh, I'm going sentimental too, but a slightly different sentimental. I'm going to keep that Funko big boy wacky wobbler that I bought after Jeremy and I went to the Baking Fun premiere. Right? It was the first Funko item that they ever made. Uh, if you've seen the Funko documentary, you'll understand why I'm keeping my big boy wobbler. That nice. that is actually for you. That is a very good answer, Larry. Thank you. <laughs> I'm gonna go with nostalgia and what I think that would be hard to replace. It would be these giant size TMNT. I've got the full set. I would try to take all of them at once. <laughs> They're pretty cool. Yeah. Good answers, guys. All right. So, all right, so Dustman1138 says, what do you think about what happened with Bass and Robin Stranger Things pops that they were selling? Uh, we, I think, I think we kind of talked about that last week, right? That, like... We did. Fuck them. Like, it's dumb. <laughs> like, they 
sold they the money. Shit. Yeah, they wanted their money. Like that shit was supposed to be twelve bucks. Like, yeah, to anybody else that sold it for more. Yeah. Yeah, we. Right. I think we all have a unified answer about that. Yeah, I, I think I me doing that is exactly yeah. what it was. So, uh, so Jeremy, what's next? So this next question comes from Night Bodega. Apologize if this question is too out there. Drinking affects some people differently. Oftentimes, it's the complete opposite of the person's personality when sober. If you were to get really drunk, what type of person do you turn into? I think we've all witnessed. Well, I don't mean Scott have witnessed this with each other. Uh, uh, I was going to say the answer to my question is, is what am I at right now? <laughs> like, <laughs> as we found out with me, I go, I, I, I have my Scott personality and it just gets amplified and I get louder. Yeah. Louder. Sounds about right. Nice. Louder, but the same type of person. <laughs> I just, like I said, I, I, I don't know if I necessarily change personalities. I just find everything more funny and more enjoyable. Yes. I guess I could, I could care less about anything else. Like I said, because you know what? Just there having a good time. Yeah. I, I would share that with Jeremy. I just kind of have a good time. You know, like I'm usually laughing a lot. I get really goofy when I get drunk. Larry? Uh, I don't really drink that much. But I feel like I get a little more friendly, not in the touchy feely friendly, like in the willingness to talk to strangers. Friendly. <laughs> I was gonna say, Larry. Larry touches bums. I, I, I do have a Larry. I do have a Larry drinking story. I do. do, have you? A, I what do you got? A Larry drinking story. So last year at Fun Days, uh, so so Larry. I said I don't see Larry drink too often. So, but when he does, there's only there's one drink that he has, and it's a Corona. Um, sure. And so, this I said, Larry. I said packed away two coronas as fast as i think i've ever seen him drink two beers <laughs> in my entire life uh that is true like, like that i, I might part, not drink a lot but like i drink fast yeah and, and i think part of it was because like i said it was so hot outside and everyone was like just so yeah. freaking thirsty and that was like said, the only thing to drink um but yeah so larry i said he utilized his two drink tickets as fast as he could use them at fun days last year it's true So, a good question tonight, Bodega. All yes, right. Thanks, so, uh, Night Bodega has another another question for us. So, Larry. Uh, have you ever had bad experiences at the movie theater? Like, uh, maybe people next to you talking, kids sitting in your chair, person in front of you on their phone, or even, ew, or even finding disgusting items in your popcorn. Like, uh, is that the hint of, like, has a guy ever, like, cut the hole out of the popcorn and stuck the dick in there like <laughs> what are you finding in popcorn <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> uh, I, I have a I have a bad experience uh, that that turned into a funny experience um, so I remember exactly what movie I was watching I said it was taken two and so there was these elderly people that were sitting behind me and they kept on asking and in basically like whispering and talking throughout the entire movie through all the action scenes like oh my gosh he's gonna get in the car oh he's getting in the car oh my gosh he's gonna do this oh wow that's amazing and this carried on for like 45 minutes in the movie and i thought it, i thought it would stop but then they were narrating the entire like every action for action sequence like that was happening i finally hit like a breaking point and normally i said i just just you know, just be quiet or hey, I'll go tell the manager. 
but I don't know what had, I don't know what got into me that day, but I turned around and told him like, will you please just shut the fuck up? And the look on their face <laughs> when I turned around and yelled that at them, they went and then told the manager, <laughs> got me kicked out. <laughs> well, guess what? You didn't miss much. Yeah. But yeah, that was, that was, that was probably one of my worst experiences at the movie. That's a bad one. So I, <laughs> this one's actually really, really bad, um, but funny at the same time as well. Lord of the Rings, Two Towers, opening night. Uh, we were waiting in line because this was back in the day before you could like pick your seat, right? So you had to show up and get like hours ahead. Dude in the middle of the theater had made like a bunch of chain mail that he was wearing like and i know this because this dude was like talking to everybody in the theater like before the lights went down about the chain mail he made legitimately shit his pants in that movie oh imagine sitting next to that guy yeah sitting in that seat after that guy he's like he's and then you saw the guy get up and run but yeah. there was no mistaking what had ha- what had occurred. My worst experience is it's like he's <laughs> yeah running in, but like the dude was in chainmail, so like he's not moving like very fast. And there was like the yeah, like they had to stop the movie. <laughs> like people complained, I got a free movie ticket out of it. It was it was weirdest movie experience ever. Yeah. Fat dude in chainmail shit his pants. <laughs> I had an experience that wasn't somebody pooping their pants, but it was a baby throwing up. And it was during a quiet scene in the movie. And you just hear this like, Bleh! and then <laughs> the, the puddle just hitting the seat. <laughs> and then the smell afterwards, which is horrible. And it was around oh. time. It's, it's like, if it's a baby, it's like, Bad milk. Well, Usually, it's, it's yeah, the it's worst like smell in the world. Curdled milk. It was disgusting. Yeah. All yeah. right. I don't have anything weird, so we're yeah, good. You, yeah, you do. What the socks? Socks. Yeah, like I, I told it after the Detective Pikachu movie, right? Uh, we went to one of the fancy theaters with their kind seats. We sat down, and the guy next to us immediately. So we sat down first, right? The guy next to us sat down and immediately took off his shoes and his big old white socks just sitting up in the air, like. Keep your shoes on, people. <laughs> like, like that's a dude. That's a dude that thinks like it's a recliner. He's at his house. I know like, it's not okay. okay. He's yeah, very no. confident in that it's all clean and smells good down there. Yeah, that, one, that's one step away from that guy shooting his pants. <laughs> yeah, that's I, more. He's probably the type of guy who, if you put some chainmail on, he'd be doing that real fast. Yeah, so, yeah. so question, question though. Here's what I want. From now on, as a, a special like DVD, like extra. Can we please get like a 90 year old person who's not seen the movie to do a DVD commentary? Oh, that'd be amazing. <laughs> right? Like, yeah. just, right? I don't know what's happening here. Is, Why is that man blue? Is that John Travolta? I think yeah. that's John Travolta. What do you think? You think that's John Travolta? Oh, I have yeah. it. Just, just record Nana like watching the movie for the first time with oh, no. So dreaming Saturday Night Fever. Yeah. Like, I would love old people commentary on dvds all right i've got the next one so what's a movie you regret not walking out of i've got two H- hands down the the new fantastic four Ooh, 
I, I, I didn't waited, see that like, theater. I waited. Yeah. And I was like, this is going to get better, right? I'm going to say never, it never got better. It wasn't that. It was awful. Ooh, yeah. Uh, I'm the juggernaut, bitch. I almost wanted yeah. to walk out when I heard that. It's like, oh, dear Lord. It was the first, like, meme uh, superhero movie. Um, did you guys ever hear of a movie called Reign of Fire? It was about, like, dragons. Reign of Fire was awesome. Yeah, no, that like, movie was awful. No, go, you go, go fuck off. Christian Bale. Yeah, like, come on. Where you think... Uh, no. It was they're gonna do do I, I some know. damage when he jumps off the the thing with the axe, and he just gets immediately eaten. You're like, oh, that he did nothing. I don't remember it, but like my friends wanted to go see it, and I had to go along. Right? Come on, um, it's the first it's the first movie that had explanations no. for how dragons breathe fire. Garbage. All right, how about so my other one? Also from 2002. They both came out around the same time. Same story. My friends wanted to go see it, so I went. Did you guys see that Time Machine movie that came out in 2002? Uh, I did not. not. That was awful. Yeah, it was really, really bad. bad. So yeah, I think were- that one came out first. I think I was mad at my friends when Reign of Fire came out like three months later. Uh, so I'm like, why do I keep getting dragged in these crappy movies? Okay. So Time Machine was probably worse than Reign of Fire. Can, can we add a, a new, what's the the movie that you remember walking out of though? Like, what what was I, the what's the one that sticks out to your mind that you walked out of? I've never walked out of a movie. I've never walked out of a movie. But I said there's there's a movie that's there's a movie that's bad there for me. Battlefield Battlefield Earth. Oh yeah, that, that was bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So bad. So, so you know, I can tell you one of the first the movies I remember distinctly walking out of the spirit. Yeah, that was really bad too. There's so oh. many. There's so many out there. The you shadow. Know, yeah, the shadow knows. Oh, no. yeah, that was Jurassic. a bad movie too. Jurassic Park two. Ooh, yeah, I didn't see the theaters. Thankfully, I saw see, the shadow in theaters though. Yeah, but see, if if you walked out of Jurassic Park two, how mad were you at Jurassic Park three? I like Jurassic Park three way more than Jurassic Park two. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I've never okay. finished Jurassic Park two because it's so bad. What about so? Okay, can can I do a pivot real quick? A quick pivot on this question, just because it's got me thinking. What's a movie that's so bad that everyone else hates it, but you actually like it? Fast and the Furious, Tokyo Drift. It's not that bad. Everybody loves Tokyo Drift. What am I talking about? Kung Pao, um, Enter the Fist. Do people really not like that? Yeah, there's a lot of people that hate that fucking movie. It's oh. pretty bad. It's like one of my favorite movies, too. I love this fuck out of it's that movie. It's the one with like, the cow, right? The karate cow? Yes. Cow? Yeah. I'm going to say Gremlins 2. No, dude, no one hates Gremlins 2. There's people that really don't like Gremlins. There's yeah. people that hate Why? Gremlins. I'm going to say Troll Two is, like I said, it, mm-hmm. it's 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 so they're, it's they're awful. eating her. Then they're gonna eat me. Oh my god! Oh my god. <laughs> I think that should be our Halloween movie. Yeah. Okay, first off, we we mentioned this last like when we did the last Halloween one. Yeah, for for this year, guys, we're doing a game around Troll Two. Like I, I'm calling it right now. That's our Halloween special. Fungus right. with Chris had a great one. Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. So bad. Ooh, no. F- uh, Pennywise Lives brings uh, From Hell starring Johnny Depp. Uh, yeah, that was a fucking awful train wreck of a movie so too. Bad. Like in general, anything with Johnny Depp, I try to stay away from. Right. Right, unless it's unless it's Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, I don't know if I agree with that, Scott. All right, what's the last one, Scott? We got one more here. All right, so 
from our, our friends over at Three Beers and a Mic, what name would you give your boat? I have a name already planned for this one. It came to me as I was reading it. It is Boatswain Von Floatswell. <laughs> that is the best boat name I've ever heard in my entire life. Say it again, Scott. Say it again. Case. Boatswain Von Floatswell. That's epic. You win. Yeah. You win. Hands down. I was, I was going to say Mr. Boat. <laughs> That's like you win. Bodemic boat face. Yeah, no. Boatswain Von Floatswell. I'm Name going, of the SGS guy's boat. I'm going, I'm, I'm going the dream cream. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> so, messy. You got a boat name, Nate? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Come on. <laughs> if you could have the SS, it, it would be it, like the SS. I like that. Like, come on. Yeah. You do whatever. Yeah. The SS. Uh, I like that. Scott just made my boat name. The SS, I, like, I like that. I like that. Oh, that's great. Well, that was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. Thank you, everybody who sent in questions. Thank you, everybody who was taking out of the chat. Thank you to everybody who's an audio listener. Yes. And speaking of audio listeners, like I said, you will hear the announcement of who won this week's giveaway inserted here in the audio version. You had to listen to the audio version to, to fight, figure out who won. The winner of the Dark Phoenix Funko Pop is Night Bodega. Night Bodega, please DM us on one of our social media channels to go ahead and claim your prize. Congratulations again, and thanks for listening. Oh, just I said, it's a surprise an hour and a half. In. It's, a, it's for our audio listeners only. I like it. Well, oh, yeah, fair. The chat and everybody that hung out with us. Uh, yeah, no, this was a lot of fun. We're, we're going to do this more often. Yeah, this this was amazing. That was a lot of fun. Yep, good job, yeah. guys. Yeah, what else was fun? Masturbation. Hey, taking money on pops. That threw me off. <laughs> oh, you know, fun, so what happens? What happens when Scott gets drunk? <laughs> so <laughs> after you're done, you know, playing with yourself, you want to get paid for listening to podcasts, right? And what better place to get paid for listening to podcasts and listen to the SDS guys on Podcoin, <laughs> the podcast app that pays you to listen to podcasts. Uh, uh, dude, I'm going to tell you right now, I don't think they're really going to like that bumper. No. <laughs> you know, that was just fun. Saving money on pops. Yes. Chewystore.com oh. and getting a free pop protector with your order. You can save 10, 10, 10%. Using code STS guys at shumisore.com. Go check them out. Dan. Dan. Good job, guys. After you do all that, take your finger out of your butt and go to Instagram and follow us at STS guys. <laughs> Head over to Twitter, follow us at STS guys. And guess what? We're on Facebook at the STS guys, and I am Larry from the STS guys. Larry, you got a really weird way of playing with this. <laughs> you might want to watch that thing before you decide to go on your computer. <laughs> like, I was fine with the masturbation jokes. And they said, take your finger out your butt. And I was like, wait, what? Go wash your hands. Then you have the computer. How did you know? Oh, goodness. <laughs> Chilling like a villain. I just have to get it in before. Yes. Chilling like a villain. Oh, yeah, we're doing this again. This was fun. Yes. So... For episode 87 of the SCS guys, I've been 
whatever my name was, fake name was. <laughs> You're Jeremy. I'm Jeremy. Hey, hey, it's Larry. Hey, guys, it's Mike Lictoris. <laughs> I was going to say, it's, it's Scott, I guess. And we're the STS guys. Have a great night, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bill. Bill. Bye.